I am so, so excited uh, about this message today. We're getting ready to conclude Jesus Strong Boot Camp. This is part three, but let's go ahead and grab our Bible, uh, whatever you use for your Bible. We'll get right into it today. Come on, make this confession. Say it out loud. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have, and I do what it tells me to do. And I love my Bible. So I make this as a confession that I will meditate therein both day and night, Monday through Friday, one chapter in the morning and one chapter in the evening. And because I do, my life is blessed. It is no more a mess. Now everything I touch, everything I touch now turns to success. Come on, shout hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God. Father, we just thank you once again for this, another opportunity to feed upon your word. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded forth out of the mouth of God. Therefore, we ask, Father, that you will use my tongue as the pen of a ready writer. As I minister these words, let these words be your words, that I speak and declare what I have heard from heaven on high. Father, we pray that not one person will leave this message, will leave this moment untouched and unchanged by the power of your ever-living word of God. We thank you for the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Should you desire to flow and move through this, we thank you in advance, giving you all the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to jump right into it. In the book of 3 John, verse 2, he says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. When the Apostle John wrote this to the person that he was writing, I believe he was moved by the Holy Spirit to speak to you and I as the friend of God. I believe this is today God speaking to us, saying his heart's desire. Another translation says, beloved, I wish above all things. I believe that this scripture embodies God's desire for you and I. It says that he calls us his friend. He says, I hope all is well with you. And God wants everything in your life to be well, spiritually to be well, mentally to be well, financially to be well, even physically. God's desire is for all to be well with us. He says, I desire, I hope that all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. As we conclude this series on Jesus Strong, I want to talk about having a strong body. Remember, you don't get this by resting. But notice this scripture is very clear. God is not just interested in you being spiritually strong or even being mentally strong. He is as much interested in you being physically strong as you are spiritually strong. 
So in concluding this, this series today, I've, I've got a very unique question I want to ask you. What if I could share something with you today that could cause such a change in your life that it added 15 years to your life? I'm being serious right now. And so if you're listening to me on Facebook or you just been passing by on YouTube, if I could if I could share something with you today that would cause such a change in your life that it could add 15 years to your life, would you be interested in hearing it? I don't know about you. I would. And I am. You see, there's a story in the Bible where a man of God delivered a message from God to a person. And as a result, 15 years was added to that man's life. Well, I have a message from God for you today. And I believe that if you'll hear it and you will allow what you hear to bring about change, real change in your life, it will result in 15 years being added to the rest of your life. But the thing is, this may not be something that you want to hear. We're going to talk about several pillars of health. And my hope, my heart's desire is that you won't let this message today go in one ear and then out the other. My prayer, my desire, my challenge to you is to be it not only a hearer of this word, but allow it to evoke change and then to become a doer of this word that you hear. Remember, that's what being Jesus strong is all about. In Luke chapter six, Jesus said to the people in verse 46, he says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and you do not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you to whom he is like. He's like a man building a house who dug deep and laid a foundation on the rock and it could not shake it for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. I believe with all my heart, God wants us to be the former and not the latter. God wants us to be doers of the word that we hear. And God's got a message for you today in challenging you to be Jesus strong in having a strong body. Be like the man that not only heard it, but did it. That's like the one that built a foundation and no matter what came against it, it stood. Don't be like the one that heard it but didn't do anything. You're going to hear if, if you allow, if you, if you stay tuned and stay connected, you're going to hear something. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe it's not fun or thrilling. Maybe it doesn't tickle your ear or make you feel good, but it's solid. It's from the word of God. But my challenge to you today is not to just hear it, but to allow it to evoke change in your life. Let this word provoke change and then watch 15 years be added to your life. Now, I want to go back to that story because I just I just mentioned it. But in the book of Second Kings, chapter 20, the Bible does tell of a man that that God sent a message to him. He heard it. He made change 
And the result of the change that he made was 15 years being added. I'm not just throwing that out there trying to be catchy. I, I want this to be sticky. But, but it's coming from the Spirit of God. Listen, in 2 Kings chapter 20, and verse 1 through 6, in those days Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord. This is a message from the Lord. Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he... Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I walk before you in truth with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And it happened before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him again, saying, Return and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. On the third day, you shall go up in the house, up to the house of the Lord, and it shall be, I will add to your days 15 years. I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city for my own sake. And for the sake of my servant, David. Now, there are several things that, I, that you and I can learn from this story. And again, I come to you today by message from the throne of God. I'm not just preaching something that's cute, that's in sequence. This is what the Lord is saying to you. And I, I challenge you to hear me today. There's three things or, or four things that really we can learn from this passage. Number one, his house was out of order. Not only that, he was in a place where he was experiencing sickness and disease and he was about to die. Maybe you're watching me right now and you're dealing with some symptoms of sickness and disease that are in your body. Maybe the doctor says you have this terminal disease or maybe this disease is not unto death, but it is a sickness and you need your healing to be manifested. Child of God, I'm asking you today to hear this word of the Lord. There's several things that we can learn. Number one, his house was out of order. Obviously, it goes beyond just his physical body. Um, you know, sometimes if you were to go to get a drink at a water fountain a long time ago, you know, there might be a sign on, on, on the fountain or on the door of the restroom that says out of order. Is your body out of order? Is your house out of order. I know oftentimes, you know, the, the, the body is the house that we live in. We are a spirit being. We possess a soul, but we live inside of this physical body. This, this body is my earth suit. It's the house that I live in. It's not the real me. Is your house, your body out of order? Are there things about your life or relationships that are out of order? So one of the things that we can learn is that his house was out of order. Number two, he received a message from God. And that's exciting for me because I've received a message from God for you that could add literally, if you hear me today by the Holy Spirit, this message could literally add 15 years to your life, no matter what age you are. 
So the second thing we can learn is that he received a message from God. Will you receive this from God or, or, or are you just hearing Stan right now or Pastor Stan? Number three, he repented, which means he changed. The third thing that we can learn from this, this very brief message is that he made a change as a result of the message that he heard from God. And that's my challenge to you today is to allow what you're hearing from God today to provoke a change, to repent. And that's what he did. He turned again to the wall. He repented, which means he made a change. And then the fourth thing that we can learn here is that God added 15 years to his life. Is that possible? Yeah, see, there's not a calendar date in the on the calendar in heaven that you're scheduled to die. And no matter what you do in the body, no matter what you do where your mo- where your mother and father are concerned, when your day comes that then you know your life is over. That's a lie from the devil and you so many of us have bought into that lie. And because of that we live without restraint or we live without wisdom in so many ways because we have it in our mind that when it's our time it's our time that's not true the bible i read even the 10 commandments declare that if i honor my father and my mother that my days would be long on the earth the same bible says that a bloodthirsty and a and a violent or wicked man will not live out half of his days this scripture says that god added 15 years to a man's life Sounds to me that you can add to your days and you can subtract from your days based on decisions that you make. God the Father says, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. The choice is yours. You have a choice to make today. And the choice that you make today can determine if you can add 15 years from you to, to your life or not. And that choice that you have to make today It's as it relates to your body and certain things that you should change. So if you do the same that this man did, I believe you'll receive the same. His house was out of order. He received the message from God. He repented, which means to change. And God added 15 years. If you and I will do the same when our house is out of order, if we hear from God and repent and make change, I believe that God will add to us that which would was subtracted from us. The reason being is because God is no respecter of persons. So let's talk very briefly about having a strong body. Because to be Jesus strong doesn't just mean to be spiritually strong. To be Jesus strong also doesn't simply just mean to be mentally strong. I believe that Jesus, to be Jesus strong is also to have a strong body. You see, I don't believe that Jesus was overweight and out of shape. So if you want to be Jesus strong, then that means you don't want to be overweight and you don't want to be out of shape. Now, I could go in to talk about how he was physically, he physically had a strong body. I mean, think about it. I mean, Jesus was a carpenter before they had power tools. 
I mean, he walked everywhere he went. They didn't have the convenience. He was a Jew. So there were certain dietary customs that he followed, obviously, to the T. He didn't break any one of the laws. He was a man of great strength. Even upon the crucifixion, many would have died having gone through what he went through. But because of his physical endurance, his strength, he was able to endure the cross. I want to read to you um, my doctor's report from December 7th of 2017. It says, Dear Mr. Scott, I've received the results of your lab test. This is from the Herman Memorial Medical Group. And they showed that your glucose is normal, but your three-month average HGBA1C is elevated and makes you pre-diabetic. In order to correct this, you need to lose 10 to 15 pounds of weight. Your liver function, kidney function, thyroid function, and blood count are no normal. Your cholesterol is slightly elevated. Please cut down any animal products in your diet by a third to change this. Your vitamin D level is very low. Please take 2,000 IU of vitamin D daily. Return to the clinic in six months for a new control. Sincerely, and um, the doctor's name. In December of 2017, I weighed 235 pounds. At the beginning of this Jesus Strong Challenge, I unfortunately was 220 pounds. I had, again, gained 10 pounds through the coronavirus stay-at-home order, got off of going to the gym, stopped going to the gym because it was closed, and, and really just didn't pick up exercise at home like I should have. But today, I'm less than 210 pounds. So from 2017 till now, I've lost 25 pounds. What am I saying to you? Well, there were several things that was noted here that are very typical to um, whether it be uh, my, my genetic makeup or, or family history, vitamin D, you know, so I do take those vitamin D supplements. I have to do things to watch my cholesterol and to lower my cholesterol. Um, he spoke of being pre-diabetic. And, you know, unfortunately, there have been several members of my family and even uh, of my immediate family that have dealt with, you know, they all want to always want to ask, you know, your, your parents, you know, uh, does, does this run in your family? Here, here's where I'm coming to you at. And I, I'm appealing to you to hear this that I'm about to share with you and take it to heart. I can, in my youth, I consider myself still young. I can disregard and just because I feel strong and healthy not pay attention to certain patterns and things that have taken place, things that are just wise or unwise as it relates to my body and can find myself in my future years dealing with diabetes, dealing with heart disease. And another thing that, you know, has been in some family history is uh, high blood pressure or cardiovascular disease. You know, uh, there have been issues uh, where arthritis is concerned. 
And maybe my story is like your story where, you know, particularly my dad, he's 74 years old. And some of the things that that I mean, he's dealt with, I think, two strokes. I mean, he's recovered. Well, he preaches. He's probably preaching right now. You know, that's great. But there's 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 been a real struggle for him physically. And, I, and I'm his son. I, I mean, I have his DNA. Right. A, a, a word to the wise ought to be sufficient. Could it be that there's some things that I could adjust in my youth to avoid some of the fights that he has in my future? Oh, man, this is so good. So I, I, I want to give you four pillars of good health. These are things that the Spirit of God stirred in me. They, they've been given to me, but they're things that the Spirit of God stirred in me to challenge you with today as a message from God. God is saying to you and I, set your house in order. And the, the essential warning is, if you don't, you're going to die. Well, all of us are going to die in, at some point unless the Lord returns. His, uh, Terry's is coming. But what I appeal to you is that could there be a repentance and a change that could cause life to be added to the rest of your uh, to the rest of your days? One thing particular he said was that I should cut down any animal products in my diet by a third to change this. Another thing he said is that I needed to lose 10 to 15 pounds, even to this day at, at 207 pounds, uh, just uh, just uh, uh, about eight or nine days ago, I was 207 pounds. OK, and again, I started at 220 just in a 21 day and I lost over 13 pounds. And again, the goal has to be to maintain it. But could it be that very simply doing some things as it relates to my body that could actually add years to my life? And is that what the Spirit of God is saying? Let me give you some scriptures and some challenges from the Word of God. Number one, the first pillar of four uh, to good health is eating live foods. Now, now, when I say eating live foods, I'm talking about your fruits and your vegetables, things that are living. I'm not talking about animal products or meat. You know, essentially, when that animal dies, that's a that's dead food, as opposed to that pineapple that's sitting on your counter. It's still alive. In the book of Genesis, chapter one and verse number twenty nine, God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is is which is on the face of the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you it shall be for food. And in the King James, it says, to you it shall be for me. Uh, I'm, I'm heeding this unction from the Lord and this message, and I'm going to make a change. Um, I've, I've never done this. Every year I judge myself in several areas. We, we set life goals at the beginning of the year and always make an adjustment to my diet. Um, again, you don't get this by resting. You get it by being intentional. And I've been very intentional. But from July 1st to December 31st, uh, my wife and I are going to do a vegan diet. 
which is no animal products. Not only is it no meat, but it's no dairy, no milk, uh, no cheese. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? <laughs> and, and, and again, and I'm not saying you have to be vegan or eat vegetables only. I mean, obviously, he said cut down the animal products by a third and, and you would see some change. This is something that I'm doing uh, as your pastor. I'm just sharing you know, my life with you. Because there's certain goals, certain things that I want to see happen in my body. For example, uh, by right of the doctor, you know, she took me off of blood pressure medicine. And I was only at 2.5 milligrams of lisinopril to, you know, to boot, you know, which is hardly less. I mean, some people have like 40 milligrams of or 30 milligrams of lisinopril. And I was just on 2.5 and, you know, I had gotten my weight down. I was exercising. And she was able to take me off of that medication. Again, I went to the doctor. I got gained some weight. I stopped exercising. Wasn't being particular of what I was eating. And I needed to get back that 2.5 milligrams. Well, I want to get rid of that, right? Type 2 diabetes, from what I understand, is completely avoidable. It's not something that you have to have. What could it be that there's adjustments that can be made in just your discipline that could bring about a good result? So number one, a number one pillar to good health is eating live foods. You know, I learned growing up watching Sesame Street that you, you are what you eat. eat. Eat live foods. Just make sure that they're a part of your, your diet. For, for myself, I'm choosing to do a vegan diet for the next six months. And I want to see what the results are. I know I've got freedom to receive all foods as long as they're, they're sanctified according to the word and prayer. I got all the scriptures. I understand this is a choice that I'm making. And I want to see what kind of results could be produced. There's some great studies you could look into to help you along this line. But I just I'm ministering to you as I have instruction from the word of God. Number two, the second pillar of health, and this is my challenge to you, is to drink more water. Water is the second pillar of good health. In Exodus 23 and 25 and verse 26, God says, so shall you, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your, your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one will suffer miscarriage, hallelujah, or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Glory to God. This is so powerful. If you think about number one and number two is the pillars of health, eating live foods and drinking water. Notice God says, if you serve me, I'm going to bless your food. I'm going to bless what you eat and I'm going to bless what you drink and the number of your days you are going to fulfill. I submit to you, if you make some changes in your body, you could add 15 years. Why? Because God is no respecter of person. He wants to take, to take sickness away from the midst of you. He wants it to have no authority or place in your life. He wants your healing to manifest itself, but it comes with wisdom and obedience. Now, when I say drink more water, um, 
the experts tell us that you should take your body weight, divide it by two, and that's how many ounces. So I'm 210 pounds. That's 105 ounces of water. So, you know, like 33 and a third is one liter. And so three, that's about a hundred, that's like three liters. So I'm supposed to drink six bottles of water. And so I try to do six by nine, six by 12 and six by 3 p.m. Cause that's a lot of going to the bathroom. Amen. Go on to point number three. Number three is exercise. You've got to exercise to live. It doesn't matter how old you are. Uh, Reverend Mother is in her 80s. Glory to God. And if you can move your body or parts of your body, then you can exercise your body. No, no matter the, the symptoms of sickness and disease, uh, we have got a dear brother who's receiving manifestation of healing from multiple sclerosis. He does his exercises. Praise God. And you can too. The Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, for bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable for all, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Listen, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Bodily exercise does profit you. And I, 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 I've come to realize in order for me to live, I've got to exercise. I've seen the numbers change. I've seen the effect that not exercising has on my cholesterol. I've seen what the effect of not exercising has on my blood pressure. And I have come to the conclusion that I have got to exercise every week in order to live. And the more I do it, the better I will be. The last that I leave with you is number four. The number four pillar of health is rest. Hebrews 4 and verse 9 says, There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. Getting sufficient sleep and resting is very important to good health. I submit to you, this is a message from God. He wants you to be as strong in your body, as healthy in your body as you are in spirit. He's not just interested in your spirit. He also wants you to have a healthy body. Will you hear the word of the Lord today? Will you repent in your heart for things being out of order? Will you make a decision today to judge yourself, to make decisions about what in these four areas you need to do? If you do so, I submit to you, God will add 15 years to your life. Do you receive that today? Amen. I know you do. I want to pray with you just in case you want to take this moment to repent, to make a decision today to change. Bow your head with me. And if you want to give your life to the Lord Jesus, you could do it right now. Just pray this with me. Say it out aloud. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I do receive this message today and I judge myself. First and foremost, I do believe that Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of God, that he died for me, bearing my sin for me. They put him in a grave, but I believe he's alive. Lord, I repent for all my sins, and I accept your offer of forgiveness. Therefore, I am forgiven. I am cleansed. Father, I judge myself 
and repent for not taking better care of my body. And I make decisions today to do better with eating right, with drinking water, exercising, and getting sufficient rest. Help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, congratulations.